Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the incoming sniper rifle nerf that people are kind of upset about. We're going to be walking through a lot of different changes in a lot of different videos, but I wanted to focus on sniper rifles first. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch this live, or if not and you're on YouTube, you can hit like, share, subscribe, you can hit the little bell button, leave in all the comments. I really appreciate everybody that's been doing that. So Bungie released a blog post on February the 20th that outlined a lot of changes coming in Season of the Worthy. Uh, They've announced a new type of Nightfall, a lot of changes to the weapons, and I wanted to walk through snipers first because they seem to be getting some of the most complaints. Obviously, people are upset about the last word. That's that's, that's in another video. We'll, we'll, We'll get to that eventually, but... The sniper rifle changes has some people that are pretty upset. You know, Izanagi's is getting targeted as well. We'll read through everything in this video. I will walk you through what they're doing. But on the front side, I really need to read what is probably the most important part of these changes that I think is getting glossed over in some of the the fire and the brimstone and the anger. Um, I think people need to remember why they're doing this. So I'm going to read the opening part of this section to you. They said, while the following changes will be coming out in the beginning of Season of Redacted, some are in preparation for a new PvE challenge coming later in the season. A new Nightfall difficulty, officially dubbed Grandmaster, will test even the most proficient Guardians. We'll have more details about this new ordeal in the coming weeks. And then they go into the thoughts. Now, when I read through... The changes to snipers and noggies, you have to keep that in your mind. This is likely what's driving some of these changes because Izanagi's and some of the and some of the snipers were, in my mind, they were probably running some of the new content, some of the new Grandmaster, and this stuff was making it sort of invalidated, or it was sort of driving everybody to use the same type of weapon. So I'm gonna read what's going on. I'm gonna talk about my experience. I did think this was a bit of a strange change, but I've now kind of I think come full circle on it. I understand why they're doing it. And then I'm gonna end by saying, wait and see. There are so many things we don't know right now that could be coming next season. We do need to wait and see before say that you know, cry that the sky is falling. So I'm going to read to you what they're doing with Izanagi's. They said, since the removal of auto-reload effects from Rally Barricade and Luna Faction boots, as well as the introduction of a catalyst for Izanagi's Burden, it's seen a significant uptick in use. Izanagi's Burden solidified itself within the majority of endgame builds due to its efficient burst damage, sustained damage, ammo economy due to special ammo, and safety due to being a sniper rifle. The outlaw trait was swapped out for no distractions to be more in line with the fantasy of the weapon and to ensure that the trait of the weapon would still work with honed edge so they basically said that outlaw has been replaced with no distractions and that's fine because having less flinch will probably actually be a good thing for people that continue to use it and the animation speed of hone edge is no longer affected by the reload stat now they're also just bringing sniper rifles down in their strength and this is the next section we gave sniper rifles an increase in pve damage back in shadow keep we're removing that change for a few reasons sniper rifles have a lot of utility and safety due to their range and the increased damage was was giving them too much of a leg up on the closer range counterparts the gulf only widens as the difficulty of any encounter goes up that's the most important line here okay the gulf only widens as the difficulty of any given encounter goes up they are talking about grandmaster nightfalls here okay the 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 draw of sniper rifles goes up and the gulf between them and their close encounter counterparts that gulf gets really really big when you go into harder content and they're about to launch harder content in the next season and you have to keep that in mind when reading through these changes 
They said here that the direct changes to adaptive and rapid fire snipers were to make the differences in the sub archetypes more impactful again, as well as to give some amount of parity with the adjustments to shotgun and fusion rifles. So damage to major enemies and above have been reduced by about 20% to the pre-shadow keep values. Adaptive snipers precision multiplier has been reduced from 3.25 to 2.95 and rapid fire snipers base impact has been reduced from 100 damage to 90. Now we did get get a word from Dylan that aggressive frame snipers will continue to shut down supers in PvP aim for the head was what he said now in regard to maybe you know what is more my wheelhouse I don't want to get into all the numbers and all the stats of what is still possible or not possible in PvP I'm mainly going to say that these changes seem to be primarily couched in what they said. They are trying to give us aspirational content. That's been a big complaint and a big a big um, request from the community. They've been saying, nothing's really challenging. I don't need to min-max. I don't need to worry about my armor. I don't need to worry about my armor stats. Nothing's really truly difficult. So Bungie's like, okay, let's give them Grandmaster Nightfalls. Well, Grandmaster Nightfalls, as far as is, is how I read this blog, is they were running tests and Nagi's and snipers were probably too dominant in those environments so they're toning them down a little bit they're not really taking them and breaking them they're just taking them to pre-shadow keep uh, buffs that were the values of the weapons prior to shadow keep so I'm going to tell you right now that there's no real reason. I'm going to I'm going to try and tell you and try and motivate you to not get too upset about this because we actually don't know what the results going to be. There are so many things that we don't know about the next season that may make these weapons still viable, just not the only go-to option. Luke Smith talked about in his director's cut that reckoning was basically built for broken broken exotics, broken super builds where you constantly had super uptime with Orpheus rigs and Skull and Well with phoenix protocol these were builds that you kind of had to run in reckoning that was one of the reasons that content didn't land that well if they have to start building content for izanagis or for really strong snipers whether if you're running like a firing line rapid hit or something you're likely going to say that that content's not very good well we basically have to run these builds right now that's generally what people were saying anyway so people need to admit the fact that anytime they were going into 980 nightfalls most people were saying just run nagis i remember when we were doing our speed runs of 980 nightmare hunts people were like like, why not just run two Izanagis and the Divinity? And we finally gave in and started running two um, Izanagis, but I continued to run Ariana's Vow for most of them. Some of them I did switch to the Divinity, but for most of them, I continued to run Ariana's Vow. That's proof positive that whenever they were cranking up the difficulty, most people were pivoting to these builds that were probably problematic when they were building the new content, when they were building the new Grandmaster Nightfalls. At first, I was taken surprised by this. Like, my experience was that legendary snipers really didn't have a whole lot a whole lot of play they didn't really have a whole lot of uh, of footing i don't feel like a lot of the content's built for sniper rifles but according to bungie when they looked at the stats and, the, and and what people are doing in the game as soon as the difficulty goes up everybody sort of starts pivoting to the more range drawn back weaponry and the snipers so at this point in time i am sort of trusting them and saying we're trying to build grandmaster nightfalls and if we're going to do that we're going to have to rein some things in 
I'm going to point to a handful of things as proof positive they're not really breaking weapons anymore. They nerfed the Recluse. It's still a perfectly good weapon. You can still use it in a lot of the environments we were using it. They nerfed the Ikalos shotgun. I caught a lot of flack for that, and that's why I didn't make a a video about Izanagi's. I I wanted to make one about Izanagi's. I knew it needed addressed, and I didn't make it because I got a lot of flack for Ikalos. Ikalos is still a perfectly good shotgun. These weapons, they nerfed Whisper. Whisper's still a perfectly good sniper rifle. It still works. I still use it. I actually prefer it in Garden and Scourge of the past while others are using Izanagi's. More than likely, these weapons are still going to be viable. They're still going to be good and worth using, but they won't be the only go-to, everybody runs this, you require it on LFG weapons that they are right now. They're sort of reining them in. So I'm going to end the video by saying let's wait and see, okay? We need to wait and see how this feels. We don't know how good or bad the weapons will feel. We also don't know what they're going to do in Grandmaster Nightfall. We don't know what seasonal mods are going to look like. We don't know what the artifact mods are going to look like. There could be builds next season that make up the difference on these snipers there could be mods there could be different things and combinations that you could come up with that bring these things up a tick and that's why they had to be shaved down a little bit if they're going to empower you with the artifact or seasonal mods that might make you say oh wow i can under- I can i can understand why they tone these down also they're trying to shake things up. They've made changes to uh, to swords. They toned down grenade launchers. They're trying to make it where you go into hard content and are actually truly challenged. I, I, I It's difficult, I think, sometimes to hear from sides of the community. They're like, nothing's actually challenging. Everything is trivial. And the people that are saying that are using these weapons. They're using these outside the bell curve damage weapons when they're doing when they're maybe they're doing challenges. They're doing low mans or they're or they're running through raids really quickly. You can't say that the content's not really challenging and use these weapons and then get upset when they get nerfed because those weapons are one of the reasons that a lot of this content is super easy. If you go into some of the environments where Izanagi's is absolutely obliterating bosses, remove that from your loadout. Remove Whisper from your loadout. It gets a little bit more challenging. Maybe you're not 1 and 2 phasing. Maybe you're 3 and 4 phasing and content takes a little bit longer. By and large, I I want them to make content that is aspirational. I want to have a reason to min-max. I want to have a reason to go for god rolls and good stats on armor. I want to have a reason to experiment with the new seasonal mods, and Grandmaster Nightfalls might actually do that. We're going to wait for details, and hopefully they're going to be telling us about the incentives and why you would go into content like that, but they really need to press in on the player. I've said that so many times. The only way you're going to worry about min-maxing your armor and considering your loadout and really doing those things is when they press in on the player, and the only time I felt that was when I was running 980 Nightmare Hunts, going for speed, you know, speed runs, while also being slightly under the Delta. Hopefully other weapons will also be worth going after. Maybe there'll be some good swords. Maybe there'll be some environments and some fights where you feel like the changes to swords make them more viable. We don't know if guarding is going to maybe mitigate a lot of the blocking, a lot of the knockback and stuff. So overall, I know people are upset. I understand why you get upset when when your really awesome toy gets broken. But Bungie needs to be given freedom to make these pivots and changes if they're going to truly create good difficulty spectrum and aspirational content. They can't do that with outside the bell curve weapons. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live or as always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about sniper rifles getting nerfed in the upcoming season, Season of the Worthy. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. And if you're on YouTube, hit like, share, subscribe, the little bell button, and leaving a comment is a great way to support uh, the channel. Thank you to all the people that have been doing that. It's cool to see new faces and subs in the comments. 100 bits from Aviators and 200 bits from Parasito. Thanks for doing that right when I start the talk. I hate you guys. Just kidding. Uh, Ashen Hollow. Can Bungie 
even give us the power fantasy you referred to anymore. Everyone having something different, but performing just as effectively. Uh, they seem to push people to play only in one particular way now. Well, I don't, I don't know because if you look at the way that they've done the charge with light builds, there are some really strong builds that you can run right now. And if you look at what I've been doing in Sundial recently. I basically run a heavy weapon as my primary. I can run a sword and a machine gun. And I even did it with anarchy. I had to be a little bit choosier with my anarchy, but I ran those as my primary and I always had I always had uh I always had ammo. So I don't I don't know if we're that far away from that. I do think we're actually kind of close to it because there are some absurd builds right now, but what have people been saying? The common pushback has been, Lono, there's no reason for me to even worry about that. There's no content where I'm really truly challenged. I don't have to worry about min-maxing or crafting a build. Well, okay, Bungie seems to be trying to answer that with Grandmaster Nightfalls, right? Now, if I go into Grandmaster Nightfalls and Izanagi's is still the go-to absolute best weapon of choice, then what you're saying is true. Well, I'm not going to run anything else, just run this. If they curve it down a little bit, and there's other builds, again, we don't know. There could be seasonal mods, artifact mods, these changes to swords and other things might have us playing a little bit differently. We don't know. Linear fusions might get some traction, right? then we could have some of that power fantasy where you attack a Grandmaster Nightfall in a very different way than I do. We also don't know what kind of modifiers are going to be in there, what kind of things they're going to be doing with champions. They could do things in the Grandmaster where one week you're running one build, the next week you're running another build. I've been really pushing for that. Start to use the modifiers for me to change my loadout and my build. All the negative modifiers don't really do that. They just make you hide or, or go into cover more, and you kind of feel like a piece of wet tissue paper. We looked at that this morning. Like, I, I I do praise the Master Nightmare hunts, but somebody made a good point. They pushed back, and they're like, yeah, but Lono, all the modifiers in there are negative. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And I still don't think that's good. I still think Master Nightmare hunts are some of the best content because maybe because it's three players and it's more stripped down that it doesn't feel as bad, like the negative modifiers don't feel as bad, but the negative modifiers in like Menagerie and Legend Sundial are just really unenjoyable. I would much, I would much rather see modifiers adjusting like, hey, this week, snipers are not the meta. You're going to want to run rockets or grenades or linear fusions. They're buffed this week. They're stronger this week. This week, sidearms are really strong. Like, I would rather have them be doing that with the modifiers. So then we are changing our loadout and the content feels fresh. Week to week, your solution to Grandmaster Nightfalls could be changing according to modifiers. And again, we uh, with, with with the seasonal mods, a lot of the stuff you could do with charge with light. Okay, I would I would say that if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna have builds that are that strong, we don't even know what's strong, what's not, what's great, what's not for different strikes. We don't know any of that if we don't go into an environment where we're truly challenges, tr- truly challenging. So. I, that's just kind of my take on it. I'm okay with these changes because as you're saying, the only way we get to where people can do, and in the example that Ashen's referencing, I referenced the Axis fight in Wrath of the Machine hard mode challenge, okay? I would run Starfire Protocol with fusion grenades and Viking Funeral, and as long as you were slamming the plates, I always had grenades, and I was getting more damage sometimes than practiced raiders running Dark Drinker, okay? It was close, so we were very close to each other. There were also people running uh, Galahorn, and then there was the Warpath rocket launcher that we discovered did really, really good with the because the, the clusters would fall on his legs, okay? That was unique, but still... And the Dark Drinker and the Clusters were doing that much damage. It was unique that they were doing that much damage because of the shape of the boss. But 
the point is is that when we went and ran Axis, it wasn't six people with Izanagis standing in the same location opening fire like we're all lined up for the Revolutionary War. Like, it, it's just cheesy, man. It's cheesy the way that we do damage now. And if they try and curb some of that down, okay, and give us more of that freedom, I love that. People are always like, why are you running... Why are you doing that? Why are you? How, and how are you throwing grenades so fast? That was one of my favorite things. That was like a badge of honor. That was like a badge of honor for people to be like, how is Lono doing that with fusion grenades in the Axis fight? How is he getting so much damage? He's not even using a weapon. Again, there were, there were, there were variations of strategy there. And right now, when certain items become so strong, like nobody's even considering running anything else because. You just yeah, just run Izanagi's. Just run this. If they can curb some of that down, we might see some more some more variety in endgame strategy. Topher was six months, that's a purple badge. 38 months from Lunchbox Larry, thank you. Welcome back. Two completely different boss fights. The sky's blue, homie. Of course they're different boss fights. Yes. That doesn't negate what I'm saying. Back then, there were a variety of really strong builds to output tons of damage. Now, that's not the case. You want to output tons of damage? This is what you do. There is nothing else that even comes close to keeping up with it. It's why Ikelos Shotgun was a problem. Ikelos Shotgun was a energy legendary, and it was out DPSing exotic heavies. Like that doesn't even make any sense. Like that's that's illogical. That doesn't even work within the hierarchy of the of the game's weapon system. So like that's the point. Is back then people could be like, well, Lono Dark Drinker is clearly the best choice, and I was like, no, it's not. I can run this and do, do almost exactly the same or more damage. Why? I don't have to travel. RNG doesn't have to. RNG can't. You know, screw me. It, 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 there, there were there were reasons to run it. There were reasons to run Warpath or or Galahorn because you could you could kind of stay back. You wouldn't have to get in the mix of it. You wouldn't have to worry about travel time. You wouldn't have to about stopping DPS because you need to go to your side to cover it for for the charge plates or for slamming his back. There were advantages to the other builds. Now it's like it, it, the way they design the fights isn't necessarily the problem. The problem is you can output so much damage with one particular weapon. Even grenade launchers are getting targeted, and why do you think that is? Because when they do this to Izanagi's, probably in a lot of fights, people would have just reverted back to Well of Radiance or Bubble with a bunch of grenade launchers, aggressive spike nade grenade launchers. So they're curbing those down too. They're not they're not just targeting Izanagi's. I don't think people are seeing the whole picture. They know when they curb down Izanagi's, you're all going to go run to your grenade launchers because that's what we were doing with Galrin and Crown. You know, I, I think they're, they're doing multiple things so that we can have exactly what you're saying we don't presently have, which is run this, 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 or this, whatever you think's best. Modifiers might be influencing it. Mods might be influencing it. The seasonal mods, the artifact mods may be influencing your decisions. These are, these are things that are probably going to push you toward different decisions, different different loadouts, and different builds, instead of just, hey, content's harder, get out Nagis, you know? Or just let people run what they want. But again, that's such a short-sighted view. That's not the way they want to build the game. Why even have, why have tons of loot, why have tons of weapons when the hardest content drives you to one particular gun? That's freaking lame. To, to use your own statement, let people play how they want. That's exactly what I did in the Axis fight. And when I go into hard content now, what do you mean let people play the way that I want? I run Whisper or Nagis for damage. It's not a loot game anymore. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to talk with people that just make grandstanding statements that aren't backed by facts. If it's not a loot game anymore, then don't play it. 
Maniac. Do you think that the breakneck falls under Bungie's radar with this round of sandbox changes? I really don't know. There, there was a misprint. I guess um, what is it? What's what's there's types? There's a type of auto rifle that's that's not getting the the buff there's two that are or something like that that one of the auto rifles is actually not getting a buff and dylan confirmed that 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 was a misprint i don't know where if that's what that's going to do for breakneck i haven't done a talk on on the auto rifles or the or, or those yet i haven't so i i don't have a i don't have a good response to this question um the way that they've done this high impact high impact like the one from crown yeah so the breakneck should feel a little bit better um it's gonna get indirectly buffed so because it's it's an archetype it's getting buffed so it should be it should be fine uh, auto rifles are so touchy and i talked about this I, I forget when i was that yesterday that i talked about this spray weapons are lower floor entry weapons and you have to be careful right you have to be careful Funk the Buddha. Sorry, Lono. Said a question earlier before it was ready. What I wanted to ask is whether you agree with the optics of a buff rather than nerfs generates more excitement and engagement from the community. As a PvPer, I really felt like the Crucible could have benefited from excitement, intrigue, and more of more buffs. Particularly, um, here's the thing: Trials is on the way, so they can't they can't give way to sentiment. They have to give way to intelligence like sentiment can make us think things that are stupid like seriously they can we can get sentimental about things and we think things that are at, at their level there's it's stupid right it's there, there is no intrinsic value to like a piece of paper that's got crayon all over it but sentiment makes me think something that at its level is kind of illogical why do you think that piece of paper is valuable well my, my daughter colored on it and but so sentiment makes me think something that's somewhat illogical uh, any a random piece of paper on the street with crayon on it, I'm not going to pick it up and be like, oh, it's a treasure. But when my daughter gives it to me, it's a treasure. Sentiment makes me think something that's somewhat illogical. And so we do the same thing in video games, man. It's like the sentiment of, well, buffs would make people more excited than nerves. Okay, that's great, but it might not drive them to an intelligent and logical decision about the video game. Well, I mean, buffs will make people more happy, so make everything one hit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's like, one hit? Everything? Really? Well, people like buffs. So, I'm being hyperbolic. Obviously, that's not what you're advocating for, but you see my point. Like, you can't... They have to to rein... I don't know. They have to rein things in if they... And listen, this is where the community needs to decide what they want. Do you want a game that's scalable and drives you to customization and drives you to min-max and drives you to different builds and trying different things out or do you want a game where you use the same dadgum weapons for forever like this is where the rub is there are people that will argue for I want scalability, longevity I want to play the game, I want to chase loot and then what do they do? well I have god rolls, I don't need any of the new stuff wait what? but you argued to keep your weapons well, yeah, of course I want to keep my weapons, but they're all god rolls, so I don't want to chase anything new. It's like, do you, do you, do you hear yourself? Like, they have to, they, if you want the game to grow and scale and evolve, you, you have to make space. You can't leave things that are broken and strong and just be like, well, buff everything else. 
Okay, fine. Yeah, we'll buff everything else to be as strong as Izanagi's, and now all content's invalidated. Oh, well, then legislate to how strong we are. Okay, we'll do that. And they've achieved virtually the same thing by saying, why don't we just rein in the Izanagi's? You're basically saying, Izanagi's is up here. Raise everything else to be up there, too. And then they do that. And then guess what? Nothing is difficult. Well, now we have to legislate to how strong everybody is. Raise everybody's health pool. Make everything really, really spongy and tanky because we made everybody too strong. And people be like, artificial difficulty. This is lame. And and now you've you've achieved nothing. The, 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 the distance between difficulty and our power is the same. You made us all really, really strong, and then you you subversively kind of lower that strength by making all the enemies really strong. Instead of being like, we have a couple weapons outside the bell curve, let's rein them in. People use the same logic with me when I was like, the Ikelos shotgun needs addressed. Just let us have fun, Lono. Just buff everything else. Leave that alone. Listen, with respect, you don't know what the frick you're talking about. They can't do that. It's mathematically stupid to be like, you know what? This thing's way outside the bell curve. 90% of the weapons are in this nice little spot, and this one's way out here. I got an idea. Let's take all these and shove them out there. Let's completely destroy this bell curve and this system. Let's just wreck it because of one weapon. Or, I don't know. This is crazy. Why don't we mess with the one weapon? Why don't we mess with the outlier? Oh, what an idea! Like, they can't buff everything. It sounds good. It's sentiment, right? That sentimentality is like, I'll just buff everything. Just make everything stronger. That's more exciting. No, it's not. Like, you're, like you can't do that. It makes way more sense. They did the same thing with Recluse, that they did with Igalos, that they're doing with Izanagi's. You have something that's way outside the bell curve of all other weapons. And they're like, let's rein it in a little bit. And everyone's sky is falling. The game is ruined. Why chase anything? And it's like, whoa, slow down. What are you talking about? They nerfed Ikelos. It's still a perfectly good shotgun. They nerfed Recluse. It's still a perfectly good SMG. Everybody, everybody jumps to these conclusions that nerf equals destroyed. And they haven't really been doing that lately. They've actually, I think, done a better job of making more moderate changes. Look at how many times they've made small nerfs and tweaks to just like Lord of Wolves. Didn't they do two nerfs to the to the recluse? They nerfed Breakneck, and then they fixed it! They didn't mean to do that. They broke Breakneck, ironic enough, right? It's called the Breakneck. But they fixed it! They reverted it! It wasn't on purpose! They weren't like, ha ha ha! And they break it. Sandwich with two months, thank you. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, this is not a matter of subjectivity. It's an objective fact that when you have weapons outperforming all other weapons outside the bell curve, they need to be addressed. If they're not addressed, you either legislate to them or they invalidate new difficulty. That's a fact. That's not my opinion. That's a mathematical fact. If you let something stay way strong and up here, it's either going to invalidate new challenges that you create, or you're going to have to legislate to it and design content to it like, oh, I don't know, Reckoning. They admitted that the Reckoning was basically built for how unbelievably strong we were with certain exotics and certain builds. They made content for that, and it was freaking terrible. 
And I know people are like, well, but if they, if they, Eugene was saying this earlier, well, innovate on the boss fights, make the boss fights more interesting. Listen, with respect, that is completely unreasonable. They're supposed to go into what? Every strike, every nightfall, every boss encounter in this game that's been out for this long. And you want them to go reinvent all those wheels so that they can leave your precious Izanagis alone. That's ludicrous. Like they're trying to, to, they're trying to scale a game that already exists. There's already boss fights. There's already encounters. There's already mechanics, and they're gonna be like, okay, here's a new version, Grandmaster Nightfalls. It's more difficult, and you want them to go into every single boss fight and spend bandwidth innovating all those boss fights. With respect. That's just stupid. They're not going to do that. Why? They're going to spend an inordinate amount of time repurposing content and get told that they're just doing reskins. So they're not going to spend a ton of time doing that. Well, we didn't want to hurt your Izanagis, so we added this whole new mechanic to every boss fight. We went in and created all these layers of nuance and dynamics to make the fights completely and utterly different so that you can't use Izanagis anymore. Not only that, getting to the boss, like getting to the boss, all those fights, all those areas, all those lanes, all those enemies, all those champions, we retooled all of that to undercut Izanagi's. We've now gone and retooled the entire game because of one weapon. That is so dumb. They, they would never do that. It's like, it's outside the bell curve. Bring it in. Bring it in. Like, <laughs> it's... Listen, the true cause of these problems is they'd bring weapons in the game that probably shouldn't have been brought in. However, when Izanagi's was designed, they probably had no concept of what we're getting ready to embark on. An artifact, seasonal mods, the armor customization they're giving us, Grandmaster Nightfalls. When the Izanagi's was created, none of that was even a concept probably in their mind. At the time Izanagi's was even put into the game, there was no difficulty spectrum at all. Difficulty spectrum came back with Shadowkeep and we celebrated that. Now... Difficulty Spectrum comes back to the game, and Bungie's like, we want this to feel like true Difficulty Spectrum, and there are things in the game that are at odds with that. The artifact takes you above the delta, Izanagi's completely overrides a lot of the mechanics, like the champions, and so it's not really landing as a true Difficulty Spectrum. That's been a criticism from the community. It's not really challenging. So, what should they do? Tweak it so that it feels challenging. They can't just leave your weapon alone. Well, I went through a long quest to get this, so Bungie should have to legislate the entire game around this weapon. Get the frick out of here. That's ludicrous. They can't do that. You can't tell me when they released the Catalyst last summer they didn't know about Ordeals, Divinity, ETC. When they released the Catalyst, Eugene, it was probably already designed and it was probably already tested. And no, they probably didn't have time to run that through all that content. Because all of that was, again, remember what remember what Luke Smith said? They place simultaneous bets. So while somebody was working on that Catalyst, these guys over here are working on these things. And they're not talking to each other because that would make no sense. Hey, you guys are working on all that new ordeal stuff, the champion stuff, all those layers of difficulty, all that new stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're working on this Catalyst. Uh, can you press pause on all of that and run some tests with this? That's that. No, they're probably working in silos and not really like talking. What's it do? Lands in the game. People start to deduce that it's incredibly strong and useful and it becomes meta. And folks that are upset and don't want this to happen, it's like, oh, you, no, you're right. They should just leave it alone because you quote unquote worked hard to get it. <coughs> 
sure. And they should restructure the whole game for it. You're, you're asking for a mountain when the solution is a molehill. It's like they can just do this teeny thing here. The solution's this small. And you're asking for Mount Everest. Please retool the entire game, every strike, every nightfall, every boss fight, so that I can keep my Izanagis at its strength. It's just absurd. Maniac81. A follow-up to my last question. How do you think the player base would react to players using Breakneck and Divinity at a similar rate we are with Izzy and Divinity? Divinity. Uh, would there be as much outrage over when they change that meta? You're, you're asking me to imagine a completely different meta and would there be outrage if they nerfed it? I mean, I, I don't know how much the, the, the outrage changes, homie. Anytime they weaken stuff, people get angry. Anybody, anytime they weaken stuff, people get angry. Sinister. Do you think with Bungie working on their new game, could they possibly stop development of Destiny 2? With respect, I'm tired of questions like this. I don't work at Bungie and speculating about them taking an 800-person employee company and devoting all their resources to a NetEase mobile project. At least least that's what we think it is. No, they're not doing this. Come on. Stop asking questions like this. Like, that's not going to be a thing. Right? They literally have their hiring for this new game. They have they have positions on their website. Like so are they gonna just stop making Destiny 2? Like, I don't like answering questions like this. It's not a serious question. There's almost no universe where they break with Activision and then they're gonna stop making Destiny within like a year or two. That doesn't even make any sense. Why would they do that? I highly disagree that they were clueless this season pass was already drawn out. They knew what they were doing. Ghostface, I never said they were clueless. Listen to how I talked about it. Luke Smith gave us a window into their development processes. They place simultaneous bets. Somebody's working on Reckoning. This team's working on Reckoning. This team's working on Ada and her frames. And when they shove that stuff out, it's called parallel development. So you're in fact wrong because of what they've said. I'm going to trust Luke Smith over armchair opinions and people that don't work there. If you don't work there, I don't really care about your speculation about what you think they know or didn't know. They basically have told us within the way that they processed and build this game, they play simultaneous bets, there's parallel development. So sometimes this team's working on something and this team's working on something and then there's a clash. I'm going to trust Luke Smith there's no sense going down some rabbit hole speculation from somebody who doesn't even understand what Bungie's doing and when they're doing and how they're doing it. Oh no, they definitely knew, Lono. They definitely knew. You're right, man. They totally knew. Hey, you know this weapon that we just designed? Yeah, what about it? Well, in a year and a half, it's going to cause a big hullabaloo on Twitter and Twitch and YouTube. People are going to get really angry because we're going to do 1,800 things between here and now that's going to result in Grandmaster Nightfall's champions. There'll be this thing called the Artifact. There'll be these seasonal mods that we're going to give them tons of freedom with an Armor 2.0 system. Like I, All this is going to happen, and we're going to be the cause of the problems. We know this, but let's just ship it anyway. That reality is so it's it's so absurd to think that that's what they did. It, it's it's way more reasonable to say probably when they designed the Izanagi's and even its catalyst, they had no concept of the problems that we're facing right now. Because it's probably like that's just more sensible. Give me something labeled as not beatable, and I'll be happy. Happy to beat it. Well, Chevy, that's you know, I I think that's their goal here. As they said in the notes, 
the harder the content gets, the more people are preferring these sniper builds because because there there's a there's a there's a gulf between their efficiency and the efficiency of other things, and they're trying to curve that down, and they're wanting to do this at the same time as they're curving down grenade launchers. Like they're trying to truly give that aspirational area. They don't create content to not beat it. it uh, if they do that in a very small margin, of players would even play it. Right, right. Like Grandmaster Nightfalls will will one hundred percent be beatable, but they're going to you're going to have to get creative the same way we got creative with some of the nightmare hunts when we were under Delta. We had to get creative. I never would have thought to use a Wendigo. I wasn't a big fan of it, but the blinding grenades made a huge difference. I wouldn't have thought of that if I wasn't put into a painful position. Um, uh, I'm worried. Uh, from Camel says I'm worried Grandmaster Nightfalls combined with nerfing will equal Division 2 raid type content not beatable. Oh, that's why Chevy's saying this. No, that's not going to happen, homie. And by the way, this isn't a question. Please don't do this. I'm trying to be nice about this, but it's called question and answer, not submit a statement of complaint or concern. Like, it's pretty clear what's going on here. Uh, I reworded later. Well, please don't do that. If you're new, no worries, no harm, no foul. It's a lesson that you've learned. Welcome, and thank you for contributing. But when you do this, the mods then sometimes have to go and delete questions and that gives them homework. So please try to only submit questions, okay? It's not a big deal. I'm trying to be nice and understanding about it. There's a lot of new folks. Um, just try and submit questions that are in the form of a question. Uh, Parasito. People have been claiming that the Sniper Izzy nerf is aimed at ultra-hardcore, low-man, one-phase. Does this hold water? People seem to have not blown up like Worldline nerf... D- People seem to have not blown up like the world line nerf did with speedrunners. I think you added a negative there. People seem to be blowing up like the world line nerf. Is that what you meant to say, Paris? In any case, reading Bungie's reasoning in the blog post, I don't think they're targeting Chevy and Glad. Okay, they're homies. They do this. They do low mans. They do one phases. Like this is the, this is what they do. I don't think Bungie's like. Well, we better relegate all this. Um, to Chevy and Glad. Now, it's close to that though, okay? It's close to that. And here's what I mean. The portion of the community that's going to be sort of like, ooh, Grandmaster Nightfalls? Okay, I'm going to go in there. I would say that's a minority in the community. Top 20% maybe, you know, that's really going to give a rip about Grandmaster Nightfalls. And I would say within that minority, a lot of them understand the, 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 the idea of using Izanagi's in a Nightfall, using Izanagi's in a 980 Nightmare Hunt. When we were doing the speed runs, everyone in chat was like, Lono, just run two Izanagi's and Divinity. I didn't want to, but we started doing that, right? Um, Trust me, says Chevy, I'm not happy, but I'm not, uh, but I'm over complaining. It's Destiny, it's Bungie, Sandboxes, Chains, we find something new to use, we get over it. And to a certain extent, I think the more people take on that mentality, the more fun it can be. Because think about it. Really think about it. Let's all take a breath and think about how ardently we're defending Izanagi's. But why did we start using Izanagi's? Well, because they nerfed Whisper, right? We all, like, we shuffled to a new a new DPS savior, right? And, and also, you know... Um, the way the fights were set up with crit spots and stuff, you really didn't want to do, like, grenade launchers. It's so interesting that, like, we clamor to something, we're like, yes, this is so good, and the reason that you clamored to it was because of a nerf. The reason you love Izanagi so much 
is because of nerfs. Yeah, they nerfed autoload. Thank you, Eugene. That's the other. That's the other factor. They nerfed Whisper's total um, capacity, and they nerfed autoload. Um, and so people people pivoted to Izanagi's. So. I, I think you have to understand that like your affinity and love for something a lot of times does come from the fact that they kind of gut that they gut the meta and you're like all right I'll, let me try something new now look at what we did with grenade launchers grenade launchers were in the dustbin for like a year and a half and all of a sudden Bungie makes some tweaks and we're like dude grenade launchers are crazy right now look at this they went a little too hard they went a little too far they're they're raining them in next season. So, like, try and keep that picture in your mind that one of the reasons that you pivot to a lot of the builds you pivot to is because of nerfs and buffs. If they didn't do this, you'd be running the same thing you've always run. Does anybody remember Vanilla Destiny 2? Do you remember what we ran for virtually everything? We ran Curtain Call and Sins of the Past. Where are those? (laughs) Do you miss those? We do. We miss Rockets. We pray, we pray for rocket changes. You know, Lono RNG. We, we pray for rocket changes. But, you, come on. We, 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 we do this all the time. And that's part of Destiny, I think. Part of Destiny is, well, we got to figure this out. You know, we got to figure it out, man. We, th- th- we got we to find a new way. Find a new path. Find a new build. Find a new this. And that's just part of the scalability of it and if they give you enough freedom then you won't be like I have to run Izanagi's or I have to run this I think the goal would be there's multiple builds that work here I think Izanagi's and Whisper will still be viable in the right situations but I also think they're leaving room to be like okay we kind of brought down rock um, um, grenade launchers we've kind of brought down these and if and if we do that, other builds might get some footing to where, oh, you like running as an Agi still? Yeah, no, I've switched to this build over here. They've got these new seasonal mods, and there's this thing on the artifact, and this is actually a really strong build. I mean, I know that Sundial's not truly aspirational content, but like, look at some of the stuff I've been doing in there. It's like, oh, I'll, I just, I use my Xenophage as a primary. I've used Anarchy today as a primary. I used the sword as a primary. And I'm doing that because of the customization they're giving us on the armor. I think that, in a microcosm, is a glimpse into where the game could go. Think about that for just a second. Just press pause on your frustration and just really think about that. Lono's been running Sundial and has almost infinite ammo for his sword, his grenade launcher, his Xenophage, his hammerhead, right? I didn't try the grenade. Oh, no, I did. I did it. I did it with anarchy. Okay. Now, now scale that up. Okay. Scale that up. What if when you went into Grandmaster Nightfalls, there were similar approaches to power that were in some respects, in some respects, equal in efficiency, but week to week you were doing it a little differently because of maybe the modifiers and stuff like week to week. I've been doing things a little bit differently, right? But those builds don't uh, work on hard raids and hard content? Sure, they might. Yeah, they might. Yeah. I could use some of those builds and some of the hard content. I 100% could. Xenophage? Sure. Yeah. I could use it the whole time. I could use my finisher to generate my ammo and then go and then use it on the boss. I 100% could do that. Yeah. Keep this in mind. 
I could run that build and then I could run something else when we get to the boss. Like there's different there's different encounters, right? There's different well, I guess not in a raid cuz you get to the boss, and you can't really sh- switch things around. But like you could run I don't know, Cold Heart. Cold Heart is still really really good and that's a, that's that's not a heavy weapon. I would say I would say over and over and over again, you're going to we're going to have to come to the realization that you can never act like one build, one weapon is untouchable. Like, I don't think that that's a good way to look at the game. But you're going to run the same build, same weapon, same exotic till the end of time. Like, I eventually, I don't know. I think that I think the input, and and I don't want to misquote here, but there were people quoting Chevy and Glad about the world line change, and they said they kind of welcomed it. It was like if you even wanted to compete in a speed run, you had to run world line, and that got old. It was narrow. Well, if they keep pumping out really challenging content, and our conclusion is well, the best thing to run is Izanagi's, it's same result. You're going to get bored with that. Right? You're like, oh, that's boring. It was, it's, I'm sick of running Izanagi's. What's the point in customization builds and mods and all that freedom they're trying to give you on armor? What's the point of all of that if we just keep running to the same outside the bell curve build weapons that are just like, yeah, that's that's the best thing to use? It's like you want freedom and customization, but then when you want to clutch your pearls and be like, no, 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 don't you dare touch this. Like, uh, eventually you have to let go of some of that stuff, or you're just gonna continue to have, I guess, reckoning content. Parasito, could Bungie implement a system that dynamically adjusts weapons if they're being used too much, kind of like a cooldown system, or could endgame activities have a blanket rotator style effect similar to heavyweight, but for weapon types? This might be a little too complicated for the for the engine that the game is built upon, Paris, but this is, in another way, this is what I ask for when I say, with the champion mods, use modifiers to make me change my loadout that's kind of what you're saying they could use modifiers week to week to be like you're not going to want to run nagis this week you're not going to want to run um anarchy this week you're going to switch it up right because the modifiers would be doing that so week to week they can kind of freshen up the game to, to make it feel like well you yeah that was great last week but no 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 this week you're going to want to run something else I absolutely hate a game telling me I have to use a specific weapon and loadout. Right, and that's why I think modifiers is better, because a modifier is incentivizing it, right? I skip the crap weeks, I come back next time and grind. Well, Chevy, I'm not saying curated loadouts. Maybe I need to make this a little bit more clearer. I'm not saying curated loadouts. I'm saying modifiers that incentivize a certain build. You're welcome to keep running Nagis this week or Anarchy this week, but really, the bu- the weapons that are being buffed or given an extra cool thing this week are these. Run them if you want. You don't have to, right? But man, this this is this would be a stronger build this week. And here's and here's what I'm pushing up against when I say all this. Here's what I'm pushing up against. If you look at the artifact right now, if you want to deal with champions, there's a handful of weapons that for the entirety of the season, those are the weapons you have to run. My pushback was, why not just let us run the champion mods on any of the any of the primaries where it's sensible? And then if you want me to shake things up week to week, one week you could be like, yeah, sidearms and bows are stronger this week. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to run a sidearm or a bow. That's fine. You don't have to. Just keep running whatever you're running. But they're stronger. A little more saucy. Could be interesting, uh, but it'd be risky for them. Would encourage people to try new loadouts for sure. I think 
modifiers cranking up pain is just a fool's errand. I think people just avoid the content. I don't I don't run Legend Sundial for that reason. It, it, there, number one, there's no incentive, there's no loot. That's the primary reason. And the secondary reason is, well, the modifiers just make it unenjoyable. It's not challenging, it's just annoying. Everything is painful. You take all the fun away. Like the one week when I was running Solar, it was Solar Brawler, and I was running Peregrine Greaves, and that was fun! It was so fun! And what happens when I go to Legend? I can't do that. Nope. I should have put on Bubble. Yep. Yeah, this sucks. They took away They took away Brawler. They took away Solar Burn. You took away all my fun. And that's what I would think like week to week. If the modifiers were like structured around giving you power and incentives to change your loadout, you don't have to, but you're welcome to. I've run content before where people ignore the modifiers they ignore the burn they're like I don't want to run that oh it's void yeah, I don't care I'm running my anarchy and that's fine you can run whatever you want in 99% of the content that's other good feedback too that's other good feedback too like most of the time you can run whatever the frick you want and in my system you'd still be able to run whatever you want but there'd be an incentive to say you know why not try something else out it's a little bit stronger this week and it might feel cool it might feel pretty good to run that build and if you don't like it, no worries. Just go back to your other build. Nobody's forcing you to do it. You don't. It's not a curated loadout. Uh, loadout. Remorse ninety one. Are you worried at all based on the language of the twab? The PVE content will be thin next season. Um, no, actually, I'm excited that they're adding another layer on Nightfalls, and there will likely be a seasonal activity as well. It's time to donate. I'm out of Fractaline. Sorry. Frosty Flakes. Or fl- I don't know what... Th- you said that people are complaining when content's too easy and then too hard. The current situation is the content should be more difficult, but why would people bother when they don't get properly rewarded for their time? Do you think the reward system is fine as it is? Well, this is a matter of subjectivity. I mean, the people that are running Nightfalls have consistently said the exotic drop rate's great. People have been grinding for exotics have been saying that it's a really good drop rate. And if you're grinding for the currency, it's the, probably the only... Well, it's, it's the only way to get the currency. Right, it's the only way to get the currency, and because of that, because of that, um, I would say that y- you, if you're going to go into the situations and think about like this, like the easy, the hard, is it too hard, is it too easy, or whatever, the one thing that was sort of short circuiting folks, you go grind nightfall, get all that currency, level all your armor up for what is what people were saying for what, right. why. Well, Grandmaster Nightfalls. And then the question is going to be, why would I run a Grandmaster Nightfall? We'll have to wait and see what they say. Ginger 300. Do you think that the new Grandmaster difficulty might be the introduction of contest modifier in other bits of content? Since your power level constantly climbs each season, a Grandmaster difficulty that makes you always under Delta surely makes sense. This is what I've been calling for. Um, getting they created contest modifier we know that it works get more use out of it and that might be what this is that might be what this is but they don't want to call it contest modifier because contest modifier is because there's a contest and that would be weird (laughs) so but in in essence if this is contest modifier then Lono gets another I predicted it you know badge I know people get tired of me saying that so I try to make it funny but like that's what I kept saying. I was like, you have the mechanic to create right now a bunch of aspirational content because it would ignore our power level. So there is no being overleveled. Like a contest modifier raid. 
a grandmaster raid where I can get non-powerful drops. Please and thank you. We've been asking for that for a long time. You know? Mechanibus. I understand your argument for balancing the game via nerds. Nerds via nerfs to outlier weapons. I'm not opposed to nerfs in general. However, rituals and exotics like Izanagi require significant investment into quest lines. Izzy in particular is a lengthy quest. Should those weapons be a tier above random drops? Should the game favor world drop god roll grinds over quest ritual? You have a lot here, but the meat of your question is, should there be a higher tier version of an exotic if it takes a really long time to get? And my answer to you is no, I don't think so. I think that right there is the exact problem we've been dealing with. Recluse, as an example. Recluse was not a ritual weapon. It wasn't a pinnacle weapon. It was a freaking exotic. It was leaving its hierarchy. It's like, that's... (laughs) The Recluse is not a legendary, okay? It was an exotic. The Ikelos shotgun pre-nerf was not a legendary. It was an exotic, okay? Like... Look at the damage output, look at the efficiency, look at the strength. They were exotic weapons. Like, call a spade a spade. So the minute you take something up a notch, ooh, a little bit higher, well, you're just making it leave its lane, but not saying that it's leaving its lane. Well, wait, isn't that basically an exotic? No, no, no. This is a legendary legendary. It's extra special. Like, it's extra strong. Like, Izanagi's right now. It's more than an exotic. It's an exotic exotic. Well, it, that, that, that's part of the problem that's exactly why these nerfs are needed because what you're asking for is already happening in essence and they've had to then rein those things in oh it's pinnacle no it's not it's a freaking exotic it just has a purple color exotic doesn't necessarily mean strongest well exotic traditionally means best in class in the right scenario Best in class in the right scenario is typically what an exotic is supposed to be. The absolute best at fill in the blank. Dagnabbit Ben was 17 months. Thank you. Um, 100 bits from Aviator says, I predicted it badge. Thank you. If you thought you liked exotics, wait till you see exotics too. <laughs> exactly. Taco uh, TJ with a brand new Prime sub. Enjoy the dope badge emotes and ad free viewing. Welcome. Dragon Slayer. I know we are talking about snipers, but do you believe that the grenade launcher nerf will make rocket launchers more viable? Do you see do you uh, see people open running rocket launchers in Grandmaster Nightfalls? No. Rocket launchers are still not where they need to be. They're too slow. They're too slow. Like, that's the biggest problem. They have to figure out a way to meet that pain point. If I shoot all seven rockets at something right now and I hit every shot, the damage result from that, the damage per second result from that is a freaking joke. <laughs> it's it's just a joke. And the ammo economy, as it's being said in chat, is horrible right now. When I run my never-ending sword build and I use a finisher to generate ammo and I pick up that brick, when I have myself spec for that with double scavenger, double whatever, double reserves, I get 20 20 ammo for my sword that means I go down from 70 ammo on my sword all the way to 50 and by the time I get there I've generated enough super energy to give myself ammo again (laughs) and then if you generate ammo for your rocket you get a rocket (laughs) like or maybe two like if you have ammo finder on you get like a rocket and then if you have just like a regular brick fall I think it's like two rockets 
what the f- what it's awful it's awful now the very nature of a rocket it's clearly not a sword it's clearly not a machine gun the quantity of the ammo can't be the same that makes sense right i can take a sword and go swing 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 and kill like nine dudes and i i've only spent like 10 ammo right so by their very nature, rockets having limited ammo, slow fire rate, slow reload, these things should be devastating. They should be devastating. It's just like this with guns, right? Go play any game where you've got guns that do certain things, and you go to like a bolt-action sniper rifle, it's devastating if you hit somebody with a headshot. Why? It shoots slow. It reloads slow. You gotta aim. It's far away, right? Right? It's not going to do the same as like an, an AR, an auto rifle. Why? Well, the rate of fire, range efficacy, the requirements of your aim, all those things result in that. Rockets don't make any sense right now. They shoot slow. The rocket flies slow. They reload slow. Their ammo economy is choked as if they're a devastating weapon. Why are you choking the ammo? Why can I only have seven? Why do I get one rocket out of a brick? You're acting like it's a nuke. <laughs> And it's not. <laughs> we got to start going through the questions faster. Thrally, do you think obliterating Izanagi's DPS was the right choice? I think you're overstating it. Uh, it still has insane single shot damage and a great ammo economy due to special finishers. Wouldn't the move to the heavy slot have been better? You're getting at the real issue, Thrally, and I don't like your suggestion, but you're getting at the real issue. Yes, it is an exotic, but why should it be doing so much damage? That's been totally missed in this entire debate today. I haven't even brought that up. I haven't even brought that up. It's not even a heavy weapon. How many energy weapons do you think should be like this then? What, should the cold heart be like this? Should it, You know what I'm saying? No, of course not. That would be weird. It's a secondary weapon. Now, it's justifiable to a point in the Izanagis because you have less ammo. You have to really, really over-consume the ammo to get that damage, and you have to hit the headshots. Like, there's a particular way in which you get the tons of damage, which is one of the reasons I held off on the video. I never made the video arguing that Izanagis needed nerfed because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let this one slide because it does take a considerable amount of awareness and skill and accuracy to really, really use this thing at its absolute peak performance. A mediocre player or a bad player is not going to be able to use this weapon that well like they could like a grenade launcher. So I left it alone for that reason. But at the same time, you're getting at the real issue. At its peak, it's just outperforming like heavies. And that just seems really strange. It feels really strange. It's an exotic. Yeah, okay. Let's apply that logic then. It's an exotic. So let's go to every exotic and just give everything Mac. Let's all match the DPS of the Izanagis then, right? I mean, by your logic, right? Let's Arbalist. Yeah, Arbalist should match it. It should be a deep. Arbalist should be a DPS king. Why? Oh, it's an exotic, Lono. It's an exotic. Prometheus Lens, Coldheart, Merciless, Risk Runner, um, the 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 Jotun. All, these should these should all be DPS kings. They're exotics, Lono. Why should come on, Lono? They're exotics. Do you know how many of these weapons down here are a joke right now? Like the a lot of these should be getting some help as far as da- as far as far as damage against a boss, or maybe not. Maybe it doesn't make any sense. Like you know, Legend of Acrius, I don't know. That really shouldn't be. You know the the what's the a sleeper probably needs some help. 
Well, Sleeper probably needs some help. Warcliffe's not bad. Tractor Cannon's not bad. Colony doesn't make sense to be a DPS weapon. Whisper is still super viable. Black Talon's really fun. Anarchy's crazy strong. Thunderlord's actually pretty good. Queenbreakers is good in the right environment. It was only really good when it had crazy aim assist. Uh, Thousand Voices is great for the Reckoning grind. Worldline Zero, uh, you know, speedrunners, yay. Darcy, invalidated by Whisper and Izanagi's. Prospector's actually pretty good too in certain environments. Probably got undercut uh, by the Anarchy. That's probably okay. Izanagi is greater than Darcy. That's my point. Like, just saying, oh, well, it's an exotic. That logic breaks down so quickly, homie. There are so many weapons that should be way stronger than, like, well, this one needs help. Bastion needs a big buff. It's not really worth using. Um, you can't just say, oh, it's an exotic. It's fine that it's a DPS god. That doesn't make any sense. It's a sniper, and it uses special ammo. Now, if it was a heavy weapon we might not be having this conversation because you would basically be like, well, it's sort of equal to the Whisper, but you use it in a different way, and maybe it would edge out the Whisper, but that would be okay because it takes skill to edge out the Whisper. Right? You gotta time the reload with the consuming of the ammo and stuff. Whisper's a little bit more autopilot. That's why I like using it. I don't have to think. I just shoot the crit spot over and over and over again. If it would have been a heavy, like... I. You do give up an exotic heavy in order to use Izanagi. Right, but Kinigmatic Etigo, that's why it breaks down. Because you're giving up exotic heavy power for Izanagi. You're getting exotic heavy power, and it isn't an exotic heavy. It's a break in the hierarchy of the weapon system. So when you do that, then you can put on a grenade launcher, like the Wendigo, or the Acantha, or the Love and Death. You're double dipping, man. That's the problem. Got to get through these questions faster. Dang it! I'm trying to go faster. <laughs> it just... I, it, was a, it was a mistake. I think this weapon ultimately was a mistake. Uh, Delta Ranger. Do you think that the nerfs to snipers is because they have become too easy to use because of Divinity, or is it a combination of things? Divinity might be playing a part, but it really, really seemed to me like this was primarily driven by the Grandmaster Nightfalls they're trying to to develop. Uh, I'm just going to call you Poppy. I'm not saying that. Poopy! I said it anyway. Do you think the line in the sand with firing line will get used more often now? It seems Izanagi's and Whisper made it almost pointless to use any other DPS weapon. Yeah, a good roll on a line in the sand will probably be a go-to weapon now because if... Think about what they said. When you go into harder content, you're going to go for something that's more range. Like, you know this to be true. When you go into content and it's really hard, you don't go running up to the enemies like, let's just see how this goes, okay? Let me just go in here and just start shotgunning and, you know, oh, so anyways, I started blasting. Like, you're not going to do that. You're going to sit back. Well, linear fusions will probably get some footing because of that. You can sit back and you can get a good uh, rapid hit. What is it? Rapid hit uh, firing line, line in the sand. I Sweatpants says... I'm excited to see what Bungie will do with the Grandmaster content and new build interactions that will arise. What are some of your favorite interactions now that you could be improved upon or new ones that could be exciting and come to these changes? Sign your favorite book writer. Literally saying and owning your writing books. Don't do that. Like, you didn't even need the first sentence. What are some of your favorite interactions that could be improved upon? Well, I mean... In general, I think some of the boss fights in Destiny and the Strikes are bad because because of like you just too much immunity phases 
so to me I think that's where they could improve upon the way that um, the way the fights go I don't know if they're going to do this I just said a little bit ago like I don't want to ask them to like can you go revamp every single strike boss fight but to a certain extent like too many of the boss fights just rely on immunity phases to keep things going satisfy the immunity phase cool bake okay cool do it again satisfy the immunity phase okay cool bake do it again and then the worst offender is the fanatic because he literally like he stops your damage midway you can literally be the only person attacking the fanatic and you can use blade barrage when it's solar burn and halfway through your blade barrage that jerk goes immune it's it's the worst fight in destiny it's horrible um he makes the Exodus black. He makes Exodus crash fight look like a freaking dream. But again, that's the issue. There's just too much of the immunity phase thing. So if I was like, oh, what do you think they could do, and how can they make it more fun? I, they, this is where I would agree with Eugene. We need way more innovation in the boss fights. I'm not going to ask them to do that because I know that's unreasonable. It's like, can you go back and reinvent all these fights from the ground up? Eh, that's not really a good spend of bandwidth right now. That's all old content. So. What can they do? They can add a new difficulty, and maybe they can use modifiers and champions. I don't know. You know. Uh, I'm not Russian. Considering it's very punishing to be anywhere near bosses or majors in high-end content with negative modifiers, do you think the nurse will do anything to dethrone current meta weapons? The current risk-reward of shotguns and fusions don't encourage their use. Why would Izanagi's leave my loadout in high-difficulty content even after nerfs because there's plenty of heavy weapons that you can use at range linear fusions machine guns rocket launchers grenade launchers they're like if you look at literally all of the other all of the other heavy weapon choices you can use them from far away like you like that people were saying well people like to use snipers and izanagis because bosses stomp lono and i'm like what are you talking about all the other heavy dps options are are not go up and shove the weapon in their gut weapons they're all used from a distance all of them the only I think I think the only heavy weapon that you would argue you might run up and use in their face would be Acreus or a sword everything else whether it's a machine gun or a linear fusion or a rocket launcher or a grenade launcher they're all used at a distance sure you've got things like tractor cannon and Acreus but generally speaking that's not a, those aren't DPS weapons anyway you gotta be pretty dumb to like what all three of you are gonna run up to a boss and just tractor cannon him that's not the what the weapon's designed for so your other DPS options machine guns grenade launchers rocket launchers linear fusions these are all used at a distance so like you, th- th- like I just think that was such a miss a misfire to be like well people are using snipers because the bosses stomp too much it's like no they're using Izanagi's and they're using Whispers they're using Snipers because they're freaking strong they're really strong um creator revenue has been raised to five times in the Epic Store for corruption and Assassin's Creed Syndicate but Assassin's Creed Syndicate's free I guess if you're buying the extras if you guys use the Epic Store and use my creator code Lono that does support me and I guess they're increasing it on those two particular games I'm not Russian. Following Bungie's philosophy of hammering down outliers to its extreme, they haven't done it to an extreme, you're injecting your questions with a lot of assertions. Uh, if damage is normalized to eliminate outliers, wouldn't that make player choice inconsequential? No. 
It didn't feel inconsequential when I came up with a really awesome build for the Axis fight. It didn't feel inconsequential. I didn't feel the same as the guys running Dark Drinker. That's completely and utterly false. With marginal differences between builds, damage to player choice doesn't feel as though their choice to use a grenade launcher over a machine gun has any impact over an encounter. In my opinion, the present state has problems, but the extreme alternative is more undesirable. I completely disagree with you. When I would run that Starfire build in Axis, I loved it. And I think the people that ran Dark Drinker, they loved it too. They weren't like, well, I'm basically doing the same damage as Lono with Starfire, so my choice is inconsequential. What? No! It was my choice! It was my way of playing! It was how I wanted to approach the the, the, the content. Oh, that felt good! And I came up with it. It was my idea, you know, or you heard about it from a friend and you tried it and you were like, I like it, but I need to practice at it. I need to practice getting across the area with Dark Drinker or I need to practice getting in a position to throw these fusion grenades. Heck no. How is, how is it not? Listen, how you're, I'm going to use your own logic against you. It's inconsequential when one weapon is so strong that everybody's literally running it. So again, it's like the Revolutionary War. It's like a line of players like, you guys all ready? Good. We all got the same weapon. Kung, kung, kung. This is so great, man. You look looking good, dude. We're all doing the exact same thing. It's great. Kung. It's like a bunch of clones. How is that not inconsequential? You're not even making the decision. The meta's making the decision for you. It's it's you're not even making the decision. It's like, you want to do max DPS? This is it. This is the gun. There's not even any decision involved in that. In fact, there's less. There's less decision involved in there because there's no experimentation. There's 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 no there's no sauce. There's no personalization. It's everybody's running the same thing. Like <laughs> that's PVE in a nutshell. No, no, that was not PVE in a nutshell in D1. We had all kind of different things that we ran in D1. Actually, actually, I know we were really hard on Destiny 2 Vanilla, but Destiny 2 Vanilla and Leviathan, I remember people running tons of different builds. Now, yes, we were primarily running Sins of the Past and Curtain Call, but there were people running Cold Heart. There were people doing all kind of different builds back then. And, and, during Forsaken, when we ran... Last wish, we all got our whispers out for Morgeth, but I don't remember a lot of those fights being like everybody running the exact same thing. I was in the room, I was using this and this. I had people that were saying they really liked using bows. Before we started cheesing Riven, we had people using bows, we had people using scouts. Like, there was a lot of variety in that fight too, I remember. I remember people using lots of different things. And then all of a sudden, like, we started funneling towards just use this because they started to put guns in the game like that whisper became the only gun people use so they nerfed it now everybody's using as the noggies like you we've really really allowed i think things that are so unbelievably strong we fall in love with them yeah everyone ran ikolos too i mean yeah it's true last wish when it first came out there were there were a couple encounters where it was like yeah just run ikolos but again you're kind of making my point right it was like outlier weapons become the meta at least in Last Wish, you would put Ikelos away and use something else for Morgath. And then I remember running Tractor Cannon at the Vault. I loved running Tractor Cannon at the Vault. It felt so good. You're shoving those guys back. It felt awesome. I don't know. 
I feel like we're getting real samey in, in, in approaches now. Listen, in general, I think one of the issues in particular with Izanagi's and Whisper is that so many of the bosses have a crit spot that's not that difficult to hit for a practice player. And I guess the only choice would be to be like, make a move really fast, make the crit spot super duper small, have no crit spot. Like, I don't know, you know? Videos come out, metas are fleshed out and refined. Before you know it, everyone's running the same thing. Man, I don't know. I felt like we ran a lot of different things in D1. I did. Maybe that was just me being stubborn, but I felt like during King's Fall and Wrath, there were a lot of different loadouts and builds, and there wasn't this, everybody run this. Now, sure, at Golgoroth, everybody run Whisper. Duh. <laughs> but at Warpriest, I had people running Sleeper, I had people running Whisper, I had people running different things at, uh, at, at Warpriest. We ran different things at... Um, at Oryx, some people ran Touch of Malice, some people ran Sleeper, some people ran, um, what was the other one that we would run there? I ran Whisper in that fight. I don't know. I, I, for some reason, I don't want to rose-colored glasses this, but I did feel like back then, you, there was no, you absolutely must use this. And what fight did everybody use the same weapon in? Golgoroth. What fight is the most boring and in some cases the saddest story of, of King's Fall? Golgoroth. A fight with rotation and puddles and all these moving parts and we whittle it down to what? Stand in a puddle and shoot him in the belly. Why? Whisper. Black Spindle at the time. Don't you see? Weapons that are that strong, weapons that are that absurd, they end up they end up hurting content. There's gotta be a little bit more there's gotta be a little bit more sauce. They gotta rein some of this stuff in. I feel like Whisper's in a good place. It's really, really good, but I don't feel like I need to use it everywhere I go. Yeah, must have galley crusader with 980 nightfalls being the only rewarding content at high level um some of those unique bosses are only a month they just don't seem to offer enough rewarding items and style and content i mean th- this is a, i'm just gonna go to the next question um hendo lad if i'm reading the twab correctly aggressive grenade launchers are getting a 20 percent decrease in dps and a further 10 percent decrease against majors does this mean aggressive grenade launchers will do 30 percent less damage against bosses i haven't done a talk about it or looked at the numbers on it um i had a paper that paris sent me that i could try and look at where they crunched the numbers um i don't know where grenade launchers are on here um oh grenade launcher Aggressive frame, rapid fire frame is unknown. They reduce rapid fire damage. Rapid fire reserves have been increased. That's a buff. And damage to majors and up is a 10% decrease. So it looks like it's just a 10%. They're just becoming rapid fire now, right? Yeah. Saint Meech. In TWAB, Dylan states the direct changes to adaptive and rapid fire snipers were to make differences in the sub archetypes more impactful again, as well as to give you some amount of parity within the adjustments of shotguns and fusion rifles. Do you believe that there will be more changes to shotgun and fusions? I mean, they outlined some in there. Other than that, I don't think so. I mean, maybe, but. Unwits, I understand the nerf to Izanagi, but do you think the overall nerf to all snipers was necessary? I don't know, because I'm not Bungie. Bungie made it very clear that this change was made because things in the harder content funnels you to snipers and snipers were too dominant. They are trying to do a Grandmaster Nightfall and in order for them to do that and have it be, 
you know, and have it land and be difficult, in their mind, this is what needed to be done. We don't know exactly why. We may have a clearer picture of this when the season starts. Foss Green. What are some changes that you feel need to happen to supers? With Charge with Light making me use my super energy more and the DPS for supers like Thundercrash feel like garbage, what do you think could be done to make supers more relevant with current content? I don't know if I have a great answer to this because there's a part of me that's like, you know what? I'm okay with a super like Thundercrash being fun in a strike or a lost sector or a public event. But when I go into harder content, I start to say, you know what? If it's arc burn, I'm going to run this subclass because the grenades are nice and, you know, the ballistic slam is nice. But the super energy, I'm going to use that to feed this heavy. I don't know if that's a bad thing. It's almost like you're. Does every super need to be a god killer? That, that wouldn't that be kind of pointless, right? Like every super does basically the same thing; it just looks different. Instead of being like, "Well, Thundercrash is a fun super, and it's it's good in these environments," but when you get them to the harder content, yeah, maybe not. You might go to bubble for some safety, or. Or, or if someone uses if someone uses the the bubble, then you're freed up, and you're like, oh, I can use my my arc, and then I have the grenades, and those are really helpful, and I have ballistic slam, and that's really helpful, and then I can use my super energy, um, then I can use my super energy to to feed my heavy. Someone broke Lono. He's on repeat. I've not talked about this yet today. I like this is a good question. I don't think every single super should be a DPS super. Or because think about it, you have supers like Bubble and you have Well, those are support. Tether is support. Um, and then you have ones like Chaos Reach, and then you have like Golden Gun with Celestial, and then you have uh, throwing the shield with Sentinel. Uh, it's not so good. Then you have Thundercrash. Uh, it's not so good. Hammers and the Burning Mall. I don't know, man. It's weird. It's like they really, really took... The, it, it, supers are in a weird spot because as as I'm thinking about it, there are some supers that probably could use some help, but there's also supers that have like a particular use. You can get out Burning Maul. Maybe we're not supposed to be stunlocking, but you stunlock an enemy with Burning Maul. Like, hammers and tickle fingers... I, they don't seem like they're worth anything. It's like, well, just I'm just going to use that super energy to generate heavy ammo. Like, <laughs> generating heavy ammo for my sword on a regular basis or a machine gun or something is more useful than like, oh, I can clear out the ads with tickle fingers. Ads aren't even that hard to clear, you know? Um, I don't know the answer to a lot of these, though, because here's the problem. Uh, roaming, some of these supers are also mainly feel like maybe that might be intended for PvP, like some of the roaming supers. Yeah, Spectral Blade and, and Nova Warp. I mean, are you really going to use either of those in PvE? Eh, probably not. They feel built for PvP. Tickle Fingers was good in Kingsfall. If you weren't running self-res in Kingsfall, what the frick were you doing? The ads in Kingsfall were not a problem at all. Couple of well-placed placed grenades, and I'm going to get the same efficiency from a good from a good solar grenade than Tickle Fingers. If I know where the ads are coming from and I get a good solar grenade in the right spot, that's just as good. Not dying? Well, yeah, I mean, but why not have the why not have a self-res? Why not have that ripcord? I never felt like Tickle Fingers was that helpful. It was like 
wow you killed a bunch of ads that we were gonna kill anyway the ads were never really a pain point in, in king's fall like you were never like oh man dude those thrall and acolytes holy cow they're really tough there was one place where i like to use titan slam it was at sisters i would go titan slam the middle because those centurions were kind of you know they were kind of annoying generate orbs i don't know yeah if you had somebody running tether though woods photo is there a reason why Bungie doesn't include more beneficial modifiers in higher difficulty nightfalls? They've never said. I've been calling for them to rethink modifiers to be less painful and more about uh, empowering fun as well as loadout changes. Every every modifier is kicking you in the teeth. I don't think that's very enjoyable. CMM Playground. Does Grandmaster difficulty sound like your answer on aspiring content problems you were delving into previous discussions? I hope it's a solution to that. Enzian. Bungie is talking about the currency issue and the cons- con- consumables tab. Why do they put a cap on Glimmer and no other material has a cap? I don't know. I don't work there. Setsuo Bun. Uh, with aggressive frame grenade launchers becoming rapid fire frame, do you think they'll introduce new aggressive grenade launchers and it's new perk that can become new meta? Wait, I don't think they're going to do this, homie. They're not going to convert all aggressives into rapid and then reintroduce aggressives. That seems kind of weird. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're saying we see them fitting into this lane and they're going to put them in. They're trying to put them into a lane. It, grenade launchers are wearing two hats right now it's kind of like what machine guns used to do machine guns were great for crowd control you have so much freaking ammo and then they were great for boss damage grenade launchers are kind of like that um aggre- yeah aggressives are just gone I'm okay with grenade launchers being good I think they're just trying to rein them in a little bit because they were like unbelievably good maniac uh, what are your thoughts on uh, my idea that Bungie might purposely be going to the next question? Domestos PC. The Lord of Wolves nerf seems like too much to me. Wouldn't using just one of those mentioned changes be enough? I don't. I'm not familiar enough with like why Lord of Wolves is so strong. So if you're saying it's too much, I had other people saying it's still going to be god tier. We'll have to wait and see. I'm not going to speculate on that one. Uh, oh, he means the last word. Oh. Oh, the last word. I'm sorry. Let's reread the question. I saw LW and just thought Lord of Wolves. Okay, it's pretty. People always put TLW for the last word. Sorry. Okay. I'm going to give you the same answer. I, I, <laughs> the last word is has always been a troublesome gun. It's like really, really strong and really, really annoying. And then they're like, we got to rein this in. And then they basically murder it. I <laughs> I don't know what, again, I'm probably going to give you a wait and see here. We'll just wait and see. Camel goggles. Should we be worried that endgame content like Grandmaster Nightfalls combined with continual nerfing will eventually lead to Division 2 raid top content, which was unbeatable? You already asked this question. This is literally no different. No, I don't think they're going to do that. Crusader. Do you think the introduction of Grandmaster Nightfalls and the focus on validating their difficulties uh, would mean strikes as a whole would be getting upgraded? Oh, I don't know. I don't think that's the goal here. I think this is something to be beyond... I think they're trying to give us something that is beyond the grind to upgrade all your armor. This is the answer to the question of why should I bother min-maxing all of my armor? Grandmaster Nightfalls seem to be the answer to that question. Aviators. Do you think the addition of Grandmaster Nightfall will make the 950 Nightfalls match made? I don't know. 
I'm gonna say maybe because they are they've continued to bump us up to and beyond 950 so I'm gonna give you a maybe on that one I thought it was free as Bungie always gives the bad news nerfs first and gives us the good news buffs do you think big rocket launcher buff is coming well I don't know man they seem to um I don't know they they seem to do that this time I mean they had some things in there that were getting a bit of a bump and some adjustments to make them more accurate and stuff it's possible they might be doing this like all of a sudden the good news next week is you know rockets get this huge buff I think rockets are getting ignored for another season by the way I think their focus this season is um is uh swords and they're gonna do rockets later um Chevy is quoting the TWAB here. These are some of the biggest changes coming to weapons, but be sure to check out the official patch notes in early March for the full list. We'll also have a preview of exotic armor changes, along with tuning of your supers and abilities in the coming weeks. Stay tuned. Thank you, Chev. So it looks like we're going to get exotic and uh, exotics and super tuning, exotic super and ability tuning probably in the next TWAB. And maybe they are doing something with rockets. I'll be honest. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll be honest. I don't think they're going to touch rockets. I don't. I think rockets are going to get held another season. I really do. They, they like to do this, right? They buffed grenade launchers, and then they and then now they're buffing swords. Like they're well, they're changing swords. I don't know. Phila, uh, what is this? Fliflum. The sniper PVE nerf is not great, but okay. But in PvP, this is not a question. I'm not even reading it. Stop doing that, please. Uh, billionaire is the best way to farm polarized fractaline doing the bounties and just playing the game just got back yeah do all your weeklies that's your biggest inject- injection every week and then buy your skimmers and run three sundials per character Parasito. oh and your dailies from saint artificial difficulties being thrown around what actually constitute difficulty being artificial seems as if every time something gets nerfed or made harder artificial difficulty is the first accusation to come out well to me artificial difficulty is when content's not hard enough so they just make something have like a bigger health pool it's like well it's uh, it's got extra health now like it, that's not making the content more difficult I just have to shoot him with more bullets right I think, and in this regard, people are like, well, they're doing that to Izanagi's. Well, no, not necessarily. Izanagi's is an outlier weapon that's being reined in so that when Bungie designs content, they know this is the bell curve of damage output, this is what Guardians are capable of, and we can design the content in relation to that bell curve. When you have one weapon that's way outside the bell curve, when they design the content for that bell curve, that one weapon is just completely ridiculous. Like, it invalidates some of the content, it invalidates the challenges, it invalidates the boss fights. Look at Anti-Barrier Champions as an example. It's like, uh, (laughs) they designed content for the bell curve of what we could do, gave us a means of doing it, and then people were like, yeah, but just run Nagis and you you can kill them. You don't have to do that. Like that, that's that. And so that to me is, is why it needs to be brought in. Now, if we're functioning within the bell curve and Bungie says, oh, people are making the, they're they're beating the content too quickly. Um, let's just make the boss have twice as much health. Well, that's really artificial. You're not doing anything to the fight. I'm just going into the fight and it's going to take me twice as long to kill him because you wanted to make it quote unquote harder 
This is why I was always opposed to like just a flat delta. Like, yeah, everything's stronger and you're weaker. Have fun. And people are like, well, why are you all about contest modifier? Contest modifier is more tolerable than it was in the past, like deltas were in the past, because they stretched out the delta, and each individual delta is not as painful as it used to be. So that's why I've been a big fan of contest modifier. Seeing a sword is not that big of a deal. You don't suddenly feel like you're a piece of garbage and every little trash ad is a god. Some of the deltas in the past, like Leviathan Prestige when you were under delta, it just felt terrible. Everything felt like it took forever to kill, and it was double primary, which really didn't help. Anything that was tanky, you had to use heavy on, it was weird. Non-bosses were just like... And then the... And then majors were supposed to drop heavy ammo every time, and they freaking didn't, which is what led to the Wardcliffe glitch that Redeem did. Redeem shouldn't even have to do that. The game was supposed to feed you heavy, and it wasn't doing it. We literally failed bathers at least four times because one of the guys that we were playing with was just not getting heavy. He was like, I'm not getting heavy. And if you didn't get that heavy exchange from the majors, the whole fight breaks down because you're like, I can't kill him. I can't kill him fast enough. I don't have any heavy ammo. Remember? It was double primary. And so, like... And that's why they Wardcliffe glitched, because it was like, I'm not getting any friggin' ammo. And again, I, like, I didn't fault them for that. I was like, Bungie, Bungie shouldn't even, number one, it should have been patched. Number two, the fight shouldn't even motivate you to do that. It's like, you're supposed to be able to kill a, a major, <laughs> and then get, and then get heavy back. Ammo phase then wipe, yeah, we used to do that before they instituted the, um, the rally flags. Ashen, uh, can Bungie even give us the power fantasy you refer to anymore? Having uh, this is the same question we already asked. Um, v Void, I believe that the sniper nerf was definitely necessary, but my question to you is: Do you think that the nerf um, they need to buff shotguns and other close range special? I just I'm gonna keep telling you guys we need to wait <clears throat> because we don't know what they're doing. We don't know if they're going to be doing things with the mods and the artifacts. So I'm not going to start arguing other things need buffs. I will say I'm happy to see auto rifles get some treatment. I still think scouts need some help in PVE. But outside of that, I don't want to get too deep into the mire of like, this needs buff, this needs buff, this is too weak, this is too weak. Auto rifles still feel a little too weak, so I'm anxious to see if the buff helps. Scouts still don't feel quite strong enough because the content doesn't feel made for them anyway. And they just don't quite, they don't quite feel strong enough. They're not terrible, but they still don't feel very, like a very good primary. Pasta power. Well, with Bungie wanting us to close range, uh, use other close range weapons for bosses, can they adjust the stop mechanic to align with that goal? I have said they might do something with swords. So, they might do something with swords. They might say, well, swords now don't consume ammo to guard. You can do a guard and you can block and absorb. Maybe there's an exotic that'll block and absorb a stomp and then it'll be like, it'll absorb the damage and you can return it or something. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool, right? If you time the guard right on some exotic sword and they stomp, it like reflects it back and hurts them. And now that's your trading, right? Now you can't do your heavy attack for a little while because it used up your sword energy, but you can go back to using your meat, you know, your light attacks and consuming your ammo that way. I don't know. These are just ideas of how they could maybe, maybe mitigate some of the stomp with actual weaponry and, and, and strategy. Um, Unalloy says, do you think for snipers as a whole that the 20% nerf is too much? I have seen people saying a 12% would be a lot more fair. I'm not getting down into this. I think we need to wait. People are making making statements and conclusive statements and we don't know anything. We don't. We don't know what sort of things are coming in next season with respect to mods, modifiers, artifact mods, seasonal mods, 
Um, there, there are too many things that we don't know to make definitive statements like that. Token Reaps. Do you think giving your gun to the gunsmith with some mats till the next daily reset for a masterwork swap would be okay? Swapping masterwork is fine. It doesn't need to be that arduous, but I wouldn't be against some sort of a masterwork swap. Secluded. Being told that Izzy is being nerfed 67% basically if accurate, you're... No, this is an overstatement. I'm skipping. Uh, All Weezy, do you think that the addition of Grandmaster difficulty uh, will be a slowly recurring theme with the artifact and light level increase? More difficulty spectrum and core content added as the cap increases. Um, I'm going to make a prediction right now. I think grandmaster as a title is the last difficulty that they're going to come up with and it's going to function like contest modifier that's my prediction that what th- th- this would get absurd grandmaster ultra master infinite master like it would it would get stupid like how many difficulty spectrums do you expect how many difficulty levels do you expect them to add right <laughs> it needs to probably be the last one i would think grandmaster's it and then, because think about it, we have Legend Master and then Grandmaster. It's almost like they're slightly telling us, I don't want to read too deep into the tea leaves here, but Grandmaster sounds like they're modifying Master, right? Which would be my, my prediction, Contest Modifier. It's Master, but it's Grandmaster, so it's going to function differently. It'll be master, but with contest modifier basically turned on. It's a, it's a, it's not different, right? It's adept, hero, legend, master, and then grandmaster. It's like, well, wait. So it's a different version of master, right? They're modifying master. <clears throat> That's my theory. My theory is that they're 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 bringing in this idea that it's it's not just another difficulty. Because as you're saying, Alweezy. If they keep doing a pinnacle grind and the artifact grind, it's just going to keep going up, right? To like I said, like, and I was being funny, right? You know, Ultra Master, this and that Master. I think it's going to be a, a version of Contest Modifier, and then, then they've laid the groundwork to do Grandmaster raids. It just has a really good sound to it. A little psycho says, "Do you think since they're nerfing some weapons because they are going to introduce some new perks in the season, and snipers infusion will be the focus? Um, I think they're definitely going to be having us chase a sword. They'll be, you know, how this time around they um, there was no sword in the in the sundial. I think they're going to do a sword in the new activity. Maybe an exotic sword, maybe a ritual sword." Uh, do Dumestos, do you think that we will get a new raid next season? No. Dark Ruler. Would this change be better if we had more diversity in what weapons we could use for champion mods? Um, Izanagi's has nothing to do with this. Neither do snipers, so I don't really understand what you're saying. Like, the Izanagi's and the sniper nerf have nothing to do because you can't run champion mods on them either. I Now, now on, a, on another issue, this is another, this is a separate issue. I don't think these issues are connected, but I agree with you. We need more freedom <laughs> with respect to champion mods. I don't like them being restricted every season. Monkus, is it worth buying the current season today or smarter to wait till next season? Are you, if you buy the season right now, <laughs> it's almost over, dude. I don't know if that'd be a good idea. Uh, Niani says, if I remember correctly, spring season may be a Whisper mission. Do you think we'll get any references to Whisper because of the Warmind-centric stuff? No idea. Um, I, I don't, I'm not going to make a prediction on that. 
Uh, Weaving Steve. So with the news of the sniper nerfs, what do you think is going to be the new meta sniper, and if possible, what would replace him? Linear fusions and swords are likely to take a step up onto the plate and be really strong. We'll just have to wait and see. Unalloy. How do you feel about singes and burns? What if we went back to how D1 and we made a singe buff three times or two times more of that burn? Then it would be, this is just a big suggestion... Uh, Vorpal, if you put on an enhanced reload mod and it works nearly as well as Outlaw, whereas an unflinching mod is nowhere near or what no distractions, is there another outcry similar to the whisper changes, but we can all uh, just gut on with it? Um, I'm just going to start skipping questions that aren't written very well. You guys have to reread your questions, please. I'm not rereading a question three times to understand it because there's like mistakes and grammar mistakes. Please, 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 please. Just I know it's hard on mobile, but please try and reread your questions before you submit them. Some of you guys are submitting questions that are really difficult to understand, and it makes it tough when we get 50-some-odd questions deep for me to have to reread something multiple times. A little off-topic, but if Bungie were to reintroduce the melee mechanic to stun the raid boss to enter damage phase would it be awesome instead of a slam visual where we do a finisher this is just another big book and you want my thoughts on your idea please guys what are we doing uh wouldn't nerfing one gun be equal to buffing all of the others no it's not because if you buff all the others you have to tweak every fight every health pool every boss every champion every major all would have to be tuned to that if you just buff everything, like that's what I said, you have a bell curve of, of, of efficiency, you have weapons that perform within a bell curve, and then you have things outside, outside of the bell curve. If you drag everything up there, it's like the rest of the game isn't built for that. That's when you end up with Reckoning. They went buff crazy, they gave us a ton of power, and then Reckoning was basically like here's a place for them to go with all their really, really strong builds and exotics and it was really narrow content, right? Uh, I think he's saying what they're doing already is essentially everything else getting buffed well that's true clown slick and that's why I said it's six of one half a dozen of the other if they buff everything that might make you feel better but at the same time like no they, they like that's not a good call if they I'm telling you if they buff everything it would make so much so much work for the rest of the game instead of pulling one or two weapons down outside the bell curve they did with this, this with the Ikalash shotgun they did this with recluse like these weapons were performing outside of their lane and they're still perfectly fine weapons mighty mitten never trolls bungie understood snipers were underperforming so they buffed them in shadow keep but now because izzy is king all snipers are getting hit taking them back to being underperforming do you think that they are missing the bigger picture and focusing all nerfs on one gun no i don't agree with this as we said many times today they made it clear that grandmaster nightfalls and hard content is one of the reasons they're doing this so no i don't think they're over like only focusing on izzy's and we don't know what's coming in the next season golden what kind of rewards uh, should we expect for Grandmaster? Also, will adding a new difficulty demand a rework of the lower ones? We already had some questions about the lower ones. I don't know what they're going to do with them. We'll have to wait for detail. As far as what kind of reward should we expect? It's going to have to be something better than resources for your armor. Um, maybe targeting exotic drops or something. I don't know. You know how I kept saying like Xur should have a finder boon? So you could say, I really want a good roll on... Orpheus rigs and you can run nightfalls and that's all that would drop maybe they'll do something like that where you can target exotics or something or uh, 
I don't know. It, it, high stat roll armor? That'd be weird. That'd be really weird. I don't know if that'd be good enough. So min max, spend all this time getting your armor exactly where you want it to go get armor that replaces it? Unless it's already masterworked. I don't know. That might not be exactly the... <laughs> that would not really be a good... <laughs> A good incentive. Man, good job. Whew, you are really stacked at the rafters and mid-maxed. Uh, here's a bunch of armor to replace the current armor that you have. Like, And then invalidates all that resource <laughs> resource investment that you've done. So, armor catalyst, I don't know. I would think maybe what, like, high stat rolls and they're already masterwork pieces of armor. So then it's, it's easier to make the replacement choice or something with exotics. Zur is on the EDZ. Uh, Okurama. I was scrolling on Twitter and someone asked Cosmo why the nerf to snipes and his reply was that basically they are too safe compared to short range weapons. Uh, do you think Bungie is failing to realize that stop mechanics are keeping people from using short range weapons? Why are you using short range weapons for damage? Like, you're misunderstanding. Like, with respect, you're misunderstanding the situation. Why are you using a short range weapon for damage? If you're using Izanagi's for damage, okay... And then that's the real frustration. And then you're like, oh, now I have to use something else. All the other weapons for damage are range. Rocket launcher, linear fusion, machine gun, grenade launcher. All these weapons can be used at range. Now, in realm in the realm of what Cosmo is saying, right? Well, it's too safe compared to short range weapons. I think what he's saying is, is like, you're literally using it for everything. It's so safe that like everybody's running sniper and noggies and just sitting back and no one's thinking about how to move forward, how to do this, how to do that. So I think that's one of the things that's going on with Izanagi's. People use Izanagi's throughout the entire nightfall and they use them on all the champions. And then because of the ammo economy being a, a little bit more favorable to special ammo, well, by the time you get to the boss, you do the same thing to the boss. It's kind of a one-size-fits-all weapon. It's like using Ikala's shotgun the whole time and then shoving that into the gut of the boss and then that's your damage That's your damage phase. So, like, there should be more of a give-and-take here. If you want to use a sniper throughout a Nightfall to manage majors or champions, okay, you can do that, and it's going to do that at a decent level, but it's no longer going to be that and a DPS weapon. It's exactly what I said about Ikelos. It's wearing too many hats. You have a weapon that's doing too many things. And so it's like, it's the one-size-fits-all approach to challenging content. Just throw Nagis on, you know? And to be fair, in, in like, Garden and um, one of the reasons I don't think I ever really got too, too hot on this is because I don't do a lot of Nightfalls. In Garden... A lot of people are needing to run things. I loved running Tractor Cannon instead of running an exotic. I wasn't running Whisper or Nagis in the Harpies fight because I loved having the Tractor Cannon for those stupid freaking Minotaurs. I loved that. It's like, here they come. Boom. Right? And that was something that I felt like they did a good job with. Like, the majors in that fight are so aggressive and push you, you can't really rely on Izanagi's to, 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 to land there. But when they're trying to do harder content like a Nightfall, Izanagi's is so one-size-fits-all, you're using it the entire time. It's like your go-to weapon. So much to the point that anytime I ran Nightmare Hunts at 980, people were like, why are you not running Izanagi's? It became like the expectation. 
Aiden Bow. What weapon type will see exotic next season? No idea. Crapton says, uh, since there's extra damage to vehicles with Vorpal, do you think there will be more usefulness for this perk next season with tons of vehicles? You know, I never considered that. I don't know. Shriekers are also considered vehicles, so they might have done that as like a little bit of a, uh, maybe, but I don't think a lot of people know that they're considered vehicles. This is a possibility. Um, that'd be pretty cool if the next if the next seasonal piece of content has a lot of vehicles and Vorpal suddenly becomes like really, really helpful. Darcy Music. Are you, are you familiar with Dota? In Dota, there's a number of diverse items that modify your skills along with weapon upgrades you obtain during a duration of each game. Dota also introduced, if this is not a question, Abyssal Titan. I really like the new patch notes, but do you think that they went too far with the sniper nerf? No, I do not think they did. That should have been clear during the entire discussion, talk, and Q&A. I know sometimes we get late in Q&A, you guys haven't seen my thoughts, but I made it pretty clear, I don't know, that I think that's okay. We've gotten a lot of questions that are like, do you think it's okay? I do. So any question now that's like about the, the sniper nerf, I'm going to be really, really brief with. Uh, Arcanist, do you think fusion rifles could benefit from a similar system as what they are doing with swords? Yeah, we had this question the other day. I really like the idea of maybe bringing an energy system to fusions that does something similar where like there might be like two attacks. Like, what if a fusion had like your light attack and it's rapid and your charge attack that's harder or hitting and they both consume ammo but like they had like an energy system or something i th- there's something there i really think they could do something there we had the same question the other day it might have been from you I, I think you submitted this the other day uh gump six with the last word nerf what would be the reasons to run it over a sidearm sidearms are an easier to handle more ammo and the same ttk are even better I am not well-versed enough in the last word to comment on this. Jinja 300. Do you think that the Grandmaster Nightfalls are added that Legend difficulty will become match-made? We already had this question. I think that's a maybe. Lobo Online. Do you think it's time for Bungie to revisit how they approach boss design? Uh, no. Because they have to revisit and revamp all the boss fights in the game, and I believe that that's one of the things people have been getting at. That Oh, it's boss design fault. It's boss design's fault. They can't go back and revisit all these bosses. Uh, Sir Boss. What do you think is going to happen with Osiris and Rasputin? Do you have any theories? No idea, but they're probably not going to fight. I think we're going to end up working together. Uh, Kingish says, Hey Lono, do you think they might introduce strike-specific loot with these Grandmaster challenges? It's possible. Doc same. Do you think that they'll ever bring back the Holy Grail of the Galahorn? I think they're going to do that in September. J. Cal, would it bother you if Grandmaster Nightfall is just a higher level Nightfall or deal with slightly more rewards? I don't think they're going to do that. I, they've waited this long to do it. If they were going to do... I I don't think they'll do that. I, I really don't. That doesn't seem like there's a reason to, to, to do it. That, that's, that's not an answer to the question. We need somewhere to go with our really, really high-level stuff. Okay, here's Grand Le- uh, Grandmaster Nightfalls. Okay, what do I get in there? Uh, you get more currency for to level yourself up. It wouldn't... That wouldn't make any sense. Patman... How high are the chances that the Riven Cheese is gone after Sniper, Grenade Launcher, Sword changes? For me, I like the normal fight way better. I don't know if they're ever going to get rid of the Riven Cheese. People are always going to find some way to do it. Pinoy, do you think there needs to be a rework to the token turn-in at Gunsmith Telemetry Rewards or some kind of fraction? I don't have an opinion on that. Frosted Flakes or Frosty Flakes. If Grandmaster will be the last tier and new raids are coming out, then do you think it's smart to just start resetting our light back to a few notches? No, they don't need to do that. That's that's the whole point of that's the whole point of contest modifier. 
Uh, Jaeger Bombs. Changing topics. What are your thoughts on Osiris Rasputin encounter? It was dope. I have a whole video and Q&A on it if you want to watch it. I thought it was cool. Coldheart. Is it possible Grandmaster is a set loadout mode like the Prestige raid layers are? I really, really doubt they're ever going to do this again. I really don't think that people liked it. I don't think they're going to do it again. Um, I don't honestly know if I asked that question yesterday. I was in a bit of a haze dealing with the loss of the family pet. Um... I don't know if it was you. We did have that exact same question yesterday. Uh, and I'm scrolling up in your your chat log and it wasn't you. It was not you. I don't think. Maybe it might have been during the Swords Q&A. I don't know how high up I can go, homie. But it wasn't yesterday. Somebody did have that idea, though. I think it's a really cool idea. So if most if more people are thinking about it, then maybe Bungie is too. Uh, we missed some subs here. Hidden Samurai, I think I thanked you. Adaros with 14 months and 2 months from C-Money. Thank you. Uh, Godzilla. What weapon types would you like to see as the Crucible Ritual Weapon next season? I don't ever answer these questions. I don't have a desire. I just, whatever they put out, I'm usually pretty like, oh, cool. The Linear Fusion wasn't very popular in Crucible, though. Uh, could we see a return of no time to explain next season and be part of the mission like Whisper or Outbreak? That's not really a question. Godzilla, would you have preferred Izanagi to be shifted into a heavy slot and kept all the other snipers the same? Yeah, we entertained this idea earlier. Like, Izanagi's basically could have been like a harder to use Whisper that gets more damage than the Whisper. Whisper's easier to use, right? You just keep shooting the crit spot. Izanagi's you gotta you gotta get in a good rhythm with to really maximize your damage, or you'll slow down and mess up or don't do the reload right. I I don't know if that was the right call though. I think Bungie likes having weapons in all sorts of different places. They did that with the Arbalist, right? Like they see they put a bow in the heavy slot. You know what I mean? It's like they're trying to mix it up, and I don't think they wanna they don't they don't wanna hurt that little mix up that they did. By being like, yeah, just shove it down to the heavy slot. Even though it might have solved the problem. Bo, me. Do you ever see Bungie changing raid bosses from having a, I'm going to stand here and let you shoot me DPS phase instead to introduce a mechanic that requires teamwork along with DPS to curb the standstill with Well and Izzy. Harvey that shoots down the hallway, Garden of Salvation boss goes up in the sky, has a small crit spot, and it's a super, super small window of damage. Scourge of the Past boss is doing all kind of different stuff, and during the damage phase, you have to move around a lot because of the tether mechanic. They've already kind of done this in some places. A little bit more? Sure. But they don't do this all it's it's They actually have done a better job, I think, recently of not having bosses just stand there and let you just bake their face. Matt. Bungie said a new challenge is on its way. So far, only use of the phrase of raids is challenge waits. So a new raid might be coming. Where did they say this? Could I get an actual full quote of this? Because I want to see. I don't know if they. I don't. I just think a raid is really unlikely. Dravi uh, says, do you think Revoker will be meta if Trials comes back? Trials is coming back, and I don't know. Maybe. Gritter. Do you foresee Bungie eventually giving us a Grandmaster level 2 and 3 as well as we get stronger like Anthem has? No, I already had this question, Gritter. I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. It's, it's, we have Master and then Grandmaster. Grandmaster is just a modification of, of Master. I think it's going to be Contest Modifier. So our leveling, our artifact doesn't matter because gr- Contest Modifier ignores your power level. It just ignores it. Um, so, Garden of Salvation boss just as a T-pose while we do DPS. 
but the difference is is that he goes up in the air he moves and it's a small window and it's a small crit spot it's not just some dumb idiot standing there letting you bake it's a really really small window I don't know um uh, last question and we've gotten this one before would you like to see uh why do you think a raid is unlikely when the total cost of the season this year is only five less than last year this is a question that you you already I think know the answer to if you're here in my stream and you pay attention to Bungie and Twitch you know the answer to this question okay they don't have the same bandwidth you know this and if you don't know this you're finding out now they had Vicarious Visions helping them they designed content they designed raids High Moon Studios helped them they broke with Activision they lost bandwidth development I feel like you know this um and just looking at the cost alone is just I don't know I I try not to get to the end of Q&A and be super dismissive, but I also feel like people are so anxious at the end to submit questions. You submit questions that really aren't questions. Like, I, I don't know. Then it's fair to sell them at the same cost. They're not the same cost. They're, they're It's $10. I am, I am not, I don't have the patience to get in a conversation with you about the $10 value transmission of the seasons. I'm sick of talking about that. I really, I genuinely am. Buy it or don't. It's freaking cheap for the hours you get out of it. That's my answer. So, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, that's plenty of questions. I'm going to move on. I'll take more of them, but I'm going to end it for the people on the podcast. Uh, If you're listening there, you guys can always hit the like, share, and subscribe button. To everybody else, we're going to keep streaming. We're going to keep talking. You can hit like and turn on the, um, not like, if you can hit follow, you can do that and turn on the notifications. If you want to hang out, we're going to keep on talking. All right. If you're listening elsewhere, please like, share, and subscribe.